Good morning. Let's uh, begin our service by singing hymn number 180. Love the Lord thy God. Love is staff and rod for heart and soul and mind. In this command forever strong to silence thoughts of wrong, all laws fulfillment find. Hymn number 180. scriptural this morning will be given by Nancy from New Jersey. Psalms. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. 
The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. My soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. Trust in him at all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Truly, my soul waiteth upon God. From him cometh my salvation. Let's now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given by in our Christian Science textbook. Our Father, which art in heaven. Our Father, Mother, God, all harmonious. Hallowed be thy name. Adorable One, thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom and the power 
God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 83. God made all his creatures free. Life itself is liberty. God ordained no other hands than united hearts and hands. Hymn number 83. Welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion, which is a bit of a training session in practical Christian science. And we had another really good one this morning. So if you missed it, or if you'd like to hear it again, you can find it on our website plainfieldcs.com, and it will also be available on our YouTube channel and our Vimeo channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets every Sunday at 11 a.m., and that Sunday school has its own teleconference number, and many of our Sunday school students participate over the telephone because they don't live in New Jersey. So if you don't live in the area and have a child of Sunday school age, please call us. We'll be happy to give you the number, and we'll be very happy to welcome your child into our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 815 
where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives literally saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we have a nursery for infants and toddlers. We have many websites, I believe at least 17 in total, in different languages. And we send the Word of God, Christian science, out in many different languages so that many people around the world can hear the truth of Christian science in their own language. And we provide that all free of charge. Everything on every website is free to download, listen to, read. And there's a very good article that's being featured on our English website that I'd like to point out, entitled Gratitude, by Charles von Berneveld points out the importance of gratitude for our own well-being. And we've been busy printing and mailing. The December full-text lesson sermon booklet has been printed and mailed and should be arriving shortly if it hasn't arrived already to subscribers. Yesterday we had... Uh, a really good Bible study. And I noticed that some of you who ordinarily attend did not attend. Well, it was one of the best Bible studies we've ever had. So if you missed it, you really do have to listen to it. And it's available on our website and our YouTube channel and our Vimeo channel. And I do want to remind everybody that we will be having our Thanksgiving Day service this coming Thursday at 11 a.m. So we look forward to having all of you at our Thanksgiving Day service. And I want to put in another plug for our daily desk calendar for 2003. It really is a wonderful inspiration each day, a quote that will inspire and get you on the right track that day. Makes a great gift, and uh, you can order it through our website or send a check to the clerk of the church here. Everybody is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing from miscellaneous writings, which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Susan from Massachusetts. Page 446. About three years ago, I was near death's door with various troubles. Also was 70 years old. I had a desire to know something of Christian science. I procured the textbook and studied it with a desire to know the truth. At first, all was dark. 
But light began slowly to come. And at the end of three months, I found my physical claims all gone and my eyesight restored. At the end of three months more, I had gained 35 pounds in weight. I had been an infidel and the change that and the change from that came more slowly. But now I know that my Redeemer lives and I am able by divine grace to make very convincing demonstrations. J.S. Rudd, Iowa. The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page 16 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, soul and body. The golden text is from Psalms. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. The responsive reading is from Psalms. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Fairly from Maryland will now read. The Bible, Psalms. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Matthew 
Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And there followed him great multitudes of people from Galilee and from Decapolis and from Jerusalem and from Judea and from beyond Jordan. And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall ye eat, or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. First Thessalonians. Now we exhort you, brethren. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing, and in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit. Despise not prophesyings. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God, your whole spirit and soul and body, be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. First Kings. Now the days of David drew nigh that he should die, and he charged Solomon his son, saying, I go the way of all the earth. Be thou strong, therefore, and show thyself a man, and keep the charge of the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes, and his commandments, and his judgments, and his testimonies as it is written in the law of Moses, that thou mayest prosper in all that thou doest. 
and whithersoever thou turnest thyself, that the Lord may continue his word, which he spake concerning me, saying, If thy children take heed to their way, to walk before me in truth with all their heart and with all their soul, there shall not fail thee, said he, a man on the throne of Israel. Lamentations. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. Jeremiah. Hear the word of the Lord, O ye nations, and declare it in the isles afar off, and say, He that scattered Israel will gather him and keep him, as a shepherd doth his flock. For the Lord hath redeemed Jacob and ransomed him from the hand of him that was stronger than he. Therefore they shall come and sing in the height of Zion, and shall flow together to the goodness of the Lord. For wheat, and for wine, and for oil, and for the young of the flock and of the herd. And their souls shall be as a watered garden, and they shall not sorrow any more at all. Then shall the virgin rejoice in the dance, both young men and old together. For I will turn their mourning into joy, and will comfort them, and make them rejoice from their sorrow. And I will satiate the soul of the priest with fatness, and my people shall be satisfied with my goodness, saith the Lord. Bruce will now read. I will read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. Knowing that soul and its attributes were forever manifested through man, the Master healed the sick, gave sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf, feet to the lame, thus bringing to light the scientific action of the divine mind on human minds and bodies, and giving a better understanding of soul and salvation. Christian science explains all cause and effect as mental, not physical. It lifts the veil of mystery from soul and body. It shows the scientific relation of man to God, disentangles the interlaced ambiguities of being, and sets free the imprisoned thought. In divine science, the universe 
including man, is spiritual, harmonious, and eternal. Question. What are body and soul? Answer. Identity is the reflection of spirit, the reflection in multifarious forms of the living principle, love. Soul is the substance, life, and intelligence of man, which is individualized, but not in matter. Soul can never reflect anything inferior to spirit. Christian science, rightly understood, leads to eternal harmony. It brings to light the only living and true God and man as made in his likeness. Whereas the opposite belief that man originates in matter and has beginning and end, that he is both soul and body, both good and evil, both spiritual and material, terminates in discord and mortality, in the error which must be destroyed by truth. In viewing the sunrise, one finds that it contradicts the evidence before the senses to believe that the earth is in motion and the sun at rest. As astronomy reverses the human perception of the movement of the solar system, so Christian science reverses the seeming relation of soul and body and makes body tributary to mind. Thus it is with man, who is but the humble servant of the restful mind, though it seems otherwise to finite sense. But we shall never understand this while we admit that soul is in body or mind in matter, and that man is included in non-intelligence. Soul, or spirit, is God, unchangeable and eternal, and man coexists with and reflects soul, God, for man is God's image. Paul said, Walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Sooner or later we shall learn that the fetters of man's finite capacity are forged by the illusion that he lives in body instead of in soul, in matter instead of in spirit. Our theories make the same mistake regarding soul and body that Ptolemy made regarding the solar system. They insist that soul is in body 
and mind, therefore, tributary to matter. Astronomical science has destroyed the false theory as to the relations of the celestial bodies, and Christian science will surely destroy the greater error as to our terrestrial bodies. The true idea and principle of man will then appear. The Ptolemaic blunder could not affect the harmony of being, as does the error relating to soul and body, which reverses the order of science and assigns to matter the power and prerogative of spirit, so that man becomes the most absolutely weak and inharmonious creature in the universe. The educated belief that soul is in the body causes mortals to regard death as a friend, as a stepping stone out of mortality into immortality and bliss. The Bible calls death an enemy, and Jesus overcame death and the grave instead of yielding to them. He was the way. To him, therefore, death was not the threshold over which he must pass into living glory. Through false estimates of soul as dwelling in sense and of mind as dwelling in matter, belief strays into a sense of temporary loss or absence of soul, spiritual truth. This state of error is the mortal dream of life and substance as existent in matter and is directly opposite to the immortal reality of being. So long as we believe that soul can sin or that immortal soul is in mortal body, we can never understand the science of being. When humanity does understand this science, it will become the law of life to man, even the higher law of soul, which prevails over material sense through harmony and immortality. Rightly understood, instead of possessing a sentient material form, Man has a sensationless body. And God, the soul of man and of all existence, being perpetual in his own individuality, harmony, and immortality, imparts and perpetuates these qualities in man through mind, not matter. The only excuse for entertaining human opinions and rejecting the science of being 
is our mortal ignorance of spirit. Ignorance which yields only to the understanding of divine science. The understanding by which we enter into the kingdom of truth on earth and learn that spirit is infinite and supreme. Spirit and matter no more commingle than light and darkness. When one appears, the other disappears. Science reveals spirit, soul, as not in the body, and God as not in man, but as reflected by man. The greater cannot be in the lesser. The belief that the greater can be in the lesser is an error that works ill. This is a leading point in the science of soul, that principle is not in its idea. Spirit, soul, is not confined in man and is never in matter. Soul and spirit being one, God and soul are one. And this one never included in a limited mind or a limited body. Spirit is eternal, divine. Only by losing the false sense of soul can we gain the eternal unfolding of life as immortality brought to light. Man is the expression of soul. Let us now have a moment of silent prayer for our world.
Let's now sing hymn number 301. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. Saw ye my Savior, heard ye the glad sound, felt ye the power of the word. T'was the truth that made us free, and was found by you and me in the life and the love of our Lord. Hymn number 301.
Let's now sing hymn number 149. In love divine, all earthborn fear and sorrow fade as the dark when dawn pours forth the light. And understanding prayer is fully answered when trustingly we turn to God aright. Hymn number 149.
I will read from the Christian Science textbook, the scientific statement of being, and the correlative passages from 1 John 3rd chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter, or its infinite mind and its infinite manifestation. For God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material. He is spiritual. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because he knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath his hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Second Corinthians. Therefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now, henceforth, know we him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Amen. <laughs> 